0: You are listening to Financial Sense, the podcast that answers your real questions about money in your business and in your life. Recorded and brought to you by National Bank of Arizona, the only bank you need. Hello, I'm your host, Brent Cannon, Executive Vice President and Director of the Community Bank here at National Bank of Arizona. On this episode of Financial Sense, we have Jason Gove joining us today. Jason, welcome. Thank you, Brent. Yeah, Jason is the Vice President here at the bank. And uh, on this podcast, we like to give people insight that they generally can only get from a really good friend in the industry. Today, Jason is going to give three tips to business owners who are looking to either sell or exit their business. Jason, welcome.
1: Thanks, Brent. Thanks for having me.
0: So what's the first tip?
1: Let's get into it. Business owners of small business, medium size, and even large businesses, the first one being getting the business ready to sell, mm-hmm. preparing that business to be sale ready, and uh, you know some of the things that would go into this, and a lot of small business owners don't think about this, is making sure you've got great books. Have you got you know all of your audits are done. Um, the bookkeeper has everything in order. Can somebody quickly come in, assess the value of the business, look at the business, look at the financials, and say, okay, we know exactly where everything's at. Right. So that's one, that's one item. Um, getting the business ready to sell. Another key area is um, taking stock of your client list. <clears throat> so making sure that the data for the clientele You know, all the, all the, obviously it's all, all the privacy is protected, all the financials are in order. You know, any client specific data that will transfer with the sale of a business is properly set up from a technology point of view, from an access point of view, and from a legal point of view. And that should transfer with the sale of the business. Another key area in getting the business ready to sell is assessing the goodwill aspect of the balance sheet that is the owner's name or the name of the business. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times owners leave money on the table because they don't realize there's sort of an uh, an intangible value there that adds to the multiple when they go to sell the business. So they need to start to think about that. They need to start to uh, perhaps talk to industry experts or consultants and figure out a way to monetize that along with the business as a whole. All right.
0: So, um, kind of under the the general topics of, of getting the business ready to sell you talked about getting the books in order in the in the financial statements I mean what have you seen in your experience and what would you kind of recommend to a small business owner as they think about this I mean sh- should they go out and, and have their their CPA prepare uh, a, a separate you know, set of financials for, so for instance, if they're preparing their own financials internally, which a lot of small businesses do, would you recommend before they go to sale that they go talk to their CPA uh, to get the you know to get a, a, pair, a set of compiled or reviewed financials. I mean, what's your what's your perspective on it?
1: Ideally, you want to have two complete years of audited financials. Okay, Audit, audited books, financials, tax returns, you know, whatever. So, if somebody's thinking about getting their business t- ready to sell, they need to be thinking about twenty four months or more out right. to start to look into these things. And then, certainly, you can consult with your CPA. Talk to business valuation experts, things like that. Right, but something that can be documented by a third party, so that the buyer is going to be more comfortable, right, with the financials and with the books.
0: Speaking of intangible value, kind of the goodwill or blue sky, we call it. Uh, I think that's a. I think that's a great point you make, and uh, just examples from your from your experience of of companies that have recognized some blue sky or goodwill. Um, you know, is is that generally in customer base? Is that generally in future revenues? I mean, what do you kind of see make that
1: up? I think when it comes to Goodwill, the part that's applicable to a lot of business owners that they forget to try to monetize is, um, you know, that brand recognition that does generate future revenue. And that may not trail on forever. But if they're trying to get a, say, a three multiple when they sell their business, there's a component of that that is goodwill, right. and that's why a lot of business owners will have to stay on for a couple of years after so the right. buyer gets fully comfortable. But um, right. a lot of, yeah, future revenue generation from the, the goodwill, and if the brand is strong enough, the brand could continue on indefinitely.
0: Right. And and that's, you know, you don't see that in financial statements, right? And that, I think that's your point. And so when you're when you're thinking about selling your business, make sure and take the time, and a good valuation firm will help. The business owner go through that process as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You're going to have to justify that, and so these conversations need to happen with the experts in advance.
0: You talked about getting the family ready to sell. I think there's, that's that's one of the really, really, really important uh, nuances to this. And and so, um, can you speak to you know when, when you say that, what, what are you really thinking about? I mean, are you setting up trust? or I mean, what exactly are you talking about?
1: Yeah. So, really, the second tip is. Diversifying to protect your family. Ah. And, and, and what I mean by that is, as a business owner, often, not always, uh, uh, typically a lot of the balance sheet or the assets of the family and the business are all tied up mm-hmm. in the business. And so, as you start to think about an exit, you start to think about a sale for the business... It's time to take stock in you know, liquidity. D- does it make sense to sell off some assets, some plants, some equipment, things of that nature to strengthen the overall marketability of the business? Right. But if it gives the owner a chance to pull a little bit of liquidity out in advance to start to diversify their own balance sheet, I think that's a really smart thing to do.
0: All right. I know in my experience, I've seen family businesses that – um, you know, if the if the if the owner is trying wants to sell the business, there can be issues with uh, downstream generations that perhaps wanted to run the business. But you know, at the end of the day, it's the it's the owner's business, and and I'm just wondering if there's any kind of you know from your experience or examples. Uh, what a business owner may need to do to kind of prep their family for
1: that. Absolutely. From a planning point of view, you know, business owners should always be thinking about succession planning. Right. But specific to getting a business ready to sell, preparing the family for this, you know, life event, if you will, um, I think the owners need to decide what's important to them. And, And some owners allow a larger amount of influence from the next generation than others. And so that's up to them to decide there could be a charitable interest that might, you know, be factored in. But the planning for that needs to go into effect to minimize the amount of uh, family heartache, if you will. Right. But to maximize the ultimate utility that the business owner is trying to extract when they exit.
0: Yeah, because, you know, it's, if, if you think about it, <clears throat> that business owner has <clears throat> made some assessment, right, that because that is their retirement, and in, in terms, if the business is handed to uh, someone in the family, to this to the extent that it doesn't continue as a going concern, at least at the level to to afford that person some cash flow in retirement, <clears throat> that's when the decision probably is made. I better sell this and and get paid now,
1: right? I think. A, yeah, I think a lot of times a business owner, if there's no family involved, preferably the lump sum. <clears throat> walk away from the business and you know it's done right. kind of a sale is great often and I, when i say often i mean you know i don't know 80% or more of the time when there are multiple generations it's not typically a lump sum it's right. some form of a income stream that's going to be paid over time and if, right. the, if the senior owner's exit if the goodwill that's generated from their name their brand if that's not maintained at the same level by the next generation there could be risk Of those income streams not being what's expected. So there's a lot of discussion that needs to happen with the two generations to really understand from a financial point of view and a legal point of view, like this is what we're putting on paper. When we sell this business to the next generation, it's based on these numbers, these multiples, these financials. And if that doesn't happen, there needs to be a contingency plan to deal with it. Right, right, right. Uh, That's great. So tip number three. Tip number three. Generally, a risk management review, and I mean a broad risk management review, is a good idea for anybody who's thinking about selling a business. So let's start with the business. Legally speaking, what kind of obligations, what kind of liabilities, what kind of things could could change if there was to be a transfer of ownership – what things cannot transfer owners so in certain cases, certain leases could be locked, or you know right. things like that, so a general review of some of the legalities of the business, <clears throat> the name, the brand um, you know owned assets versus client lists non compete issues that's a real common thing that needs to be discussed and reviewed. The second thing is sort of a broad insurance analysis to just look at. Of all the various coverages and things that you know risk management that's done for the business are we are we current are we properly covered because if there's any discrepancies there the buyer's going to want that set up in advance right so just minimizing you know kind of like a home inspection in advance of selling the house sure and um moving to the personal side of the equation because typically a business owner their personal balance sheet and their business balance sheet are so well um connected right looking at that balance sheet and saying all right been we've been in this business for a long time you know we have made some money we've socked it away here and there we're probably going to have some kind of a liquidity event that's going to be meaningful right. hopefully right. if they got the business ready to sell properly and now they're going to monetize that business that they want to exit from we're going to have a liquidity event there's a lot of things that go into that and right. you know without going too deep you know just to start to think about how that will change the personal financial situation of the owners that are leaving and the increasing financial liability, perhaps, of the next generation taking over. Right. So these are some separate conversations that need to happen, and then some, you know, maybe family dinner table conversations that need to happen as well.
0: Right. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that's an interesting concept. You know, when you start thinking about doing a risk assessment, my mind goes to uh, uh, g- current and contingent liabilities as it relates to, uh, you know, first of all, first and foremost, are, you know, are you in a current lawsuit, right? and and that Absolutely. would be something we'd probably talk to a business owner you know and and some of that's common sense it's going to be awfully tough to sell anything that's in current litigation
1: sure sure
0: but what's often overlooked is 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 kind of this contingent uh uh litigation or liability that's out there and i think that's probably gets picked up in a in, in a risk review would you would you agree with that
1: definitely and and kind of tied it back to the first um, recommendation where we discussed uh, getting the financials in order a lot of times there can be lurking liabilities mm-hmm, inside mm-hmm. of the financials, and maybe the business owner is kind of aware. You know, It's not that you can plan for every little detail, but the buyer may not be aware. And so I think it comes down to, as part of the risk review, the third tip, there needs to be a lot of disclosure. You want to get that all disclosed to the potential buyer. Make sure that they feel really comfortable. Right. And then, you know, and whatever that might be, maybe you have some clients on the books that are a little bit of a liability client. Everybody's right. had that experience. So things like that, try to unsurface those, uncover those and, and just disclose them. And if it's a problem, deal with it.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Well, Jason, those are three great tips. Uh, just kind of, kind of uh, putting an umbrella over this sure. really complicated <clears throat> concept and, and, and clearly, probably the most important life event for any small business owner. Um, what I think of and, and like to hear what you think on the think about this, but you know it, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, saving for your retirement, 401k, etc. We don't like to start, but in truth, a business owner, they need to begin thinking about this transition, whether they sell you know whatever they do or, or hand it off to someone in the family or sell it to someone. they need to start thinking about this early and begin planning. Don't you agree?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, outside of the three tips, sort of a, a, a summary item would be, you always need to be of the mindset, if the opportunity along comes along to sell the business and it's the right number, right. you've got to be prepared to do that. Right. That's just smart business. And, yep. and, and if you want to go start another business, great. But if somebody knocks on your door and gives you a number that is just potentially overvalued and it's a good deal for you, you've got to be ready to do that. And, and you have to think of your business Kind of like your future retirement, if you will, and, right. and monetize that.
0: Kind of always thinking about the value, right? The value mm-hmm. pro, uh, proposition, and am I building value for this thing called my business that will ultimately improve that value, or does it hurt it? And uh, so, while you make may make different business decisions, uh, for instance, uh, investing in your in your fleet of of delivery trucks, let's say for a delivery business, you know that may be in the short term difficult from a valuation standpoint or excuse me for a business standpoint but in the long term we'll improve the valuation maybe that gets factored in but it's kind of like thinking about your you know um i've heard some great leaders talk about the fact that you live life like you're going to you know talk about it or tell a story about sure. it kind of the same concept a legacy
1: yeah legacy yeah.
0: so i think that's i think that's really really critical so Jason, thanks so much for being here today and uh, providing your three tips for for business owners who are trying to look for a way out. Um, those three tips are are getting ready to sell, which I think is critical. And there's a yeah, lot of sure. components that go along with that: uh, diversifying your family income and your and, and the wealth of the family, and looking for, looking for ways to do that. Sure. And and third, and and maybe most importantly, doing a full kind of risk management audit, which arguably ought to be done on a continual basis right it
1: should it's one of those spring cleaning things though that right. gets put off but absolutely i yeah. think it should
0: those are three great tips and um you know i'm sure business owners uh, will will uh will hear these and you know like like is most like is generally the case these are fairly obvious mm-hmm. but it's like anything you, you can't hear them too many times that's
1: right yeah yeah
0: that's great thanks jason
1: hey brent thanks for having me you bet
0: well that's it for today folks thanks so much for joining us Please check out more episodes on your favorite podcast platform or watch us on YouTube. If you have any financial questions, please shoot us an email at uh, financialsense at mbarizona.com. We'll do our very best to get them answered.
2: Thanks again so much for joining us. All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. The podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in full or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Zions Bank Corporation N.A. entity to the listener. Neither Zions Bank Corporation N.A. nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast and any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Zion's Bank Corporation N.A., and Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving advice, investment, or otherwise by Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Zion's Bank Corporation N.A. entity. Copyright reserved by Zions Bank Corporation N.A. National Bank of Arizona, a division of Zions Bank Corporation N.A. member, FDIC.